Chris, and what would what'd you say the other person's name Chris was? Chris and Jim. Yeah, Jim Glumko with the Teamsters. Chris and Jim, thank you for joining me from the picket line. Um, tell me, tell me what's going on. Describe it for our audience. So we've got an unfair labor practice uh, strike going on at Rise. That there's two locations, Juliet and one in Niles. And you know they've been, you know, not treating the workers the way they need to be treated. Uh, the, the teamsters have been organizing in the cannabis industry so that, you know, when they legalized cannabis, part of the deal was it was supposed to create good jobs, not not minimum wage jobs. And at Rise, you know, they don't seem to understand that. And we have been out there, you know, negotiating with other, you know, organizing negotiating with other locations. And we have some good contracts with Mocha by Ascend and also Bear Life. Uh, they just uh, TA'd five locations, contracts with, you know, good pay, good benefits. But Rise doesn't want to do that, and we're fighting them. So we're trying to get them to come up with, you know, to pay people an uh, amount of money where they can live off. So, and, and the workers all like working in the cannabis industry, and they love the industry. And they want to have a future, and they don't want to have to leave, and the company wants to make it a throwaway job, and that's, you know, not what the teams are stand for. So we're fighting to make sure that the, the workers here have a better life. You know, that's, the, you know, the just of it. Well, thank you for joining me. Uh, remind me, this started on 419, correct? And has gone through all the way yeah. today, which is 423, right? Yes. And it was at 420 on the 19th. Oh, nice. So we were going to strike on 420, but we <laughs> struck on 420 the day before. So the walkout happened on 419 yeah. at 420? Yes. Yes. Gotcha. Can you give me a look at the scene there? Yeah, for sure. Hold up. I got you, bro. Right now we're waiting more people to get here, but they'll eventually show up. It's freezing out. Yeah, it is quite early for folks that are watching. Yeah, we only have a few people out here now, but they'll be out here more later. They usually come around noon. We got our rats for a few scabbies that are still in there, <laughs> you know. I was here for three plus years, man, and I'm not working here no more. I'm just here supporting these guys because I know what they're doing and what's going on. And it's bad labor practices, man. Like I love cannabis. I've been doing this my whole life, been waiting for this. And it finally came through and worked here for three years. The first year was okay. Then the next two years, you started getting managers fired or leaving, people leaving. And then you see how they don't want to give anybody raises. Ben Culver is a very wealthy person. I'm sure you know. He's an heirloom of Jim Bean. He's got money. Uh, this guy's opening dispensaries nonstop. I, I just I don't get it. And then and on top of that, Cole, this guy's got five different products. Big dogs, dog walkers, incredible edibles. Um uh, he's got shine products. He's got uh, good green. This guy's got more stuff labeled under GTI name. And this building behind me, as you can see, the dispensary, that's pretty much what they sell. I worked in inventory. So my issue was they were overstocking the vault, man. Like we've had, I, I was the ship supervisor here under the inventory guys and I've had people get busted in the face with, you know, falling shit. Uh, the, the racks are only supposed to weight 300 pounds of weight. Well, 128 aces a pound, right? And they're in glass. So you think about it. A bin falling on you, it's just, and they overstock, man. It's just very, I believe it's monopolized. I do. The guy's got everything under control. He's got his arm in everything. He does. 
It's one and of the I, largest. I had to quit. Yeah, I one had of the to largest quit. cannabis companies no in the United States. Did you know yeah, that? Yeah, man, dude, a yeah. billion dollars revenue last year he made. 440.3 in taxes they made. Where is the money? Why can't he give these guys just a couple dollars? We did the math. $312,000. That would be maybe maybe three weeks on a rough day, you know, for this guy to make that in profit. He's just being very stubborn, doesn't want to give these guys what they deserve, and they work hard. People think, oh, dispensary job, but it's actual work, man. I mean, they do. You get customers that are mad. We're in Joliet, not the best town. I love it, but we used to have JPD here for security, okay? They didn't want to pay JPD no more because they were getting greedy, so they stopped paying JPD, Joliet Police, then we get this, you know, whole security, I shouldn't say names, but this security company comes in and they, these guys are getting beat up out here. They're getting shit thrown in their face. It, it, it's, it's gone downhill, man. The guy's just pocketing everything he can. That's everything he can. It made me sick. I couldn't do it no more. My last day was April 2nd. I just quit and I came out to support these guys because I, I know what he's doing. We all know what he's doing. It's just yeah. about money, bro. Taxes and taxes and money. That's all they care about. That's it. He doesn't care about cannabis. He doesn't know anything about cannabis. He should stick to his Jim Bean. <laughs> yes. And for folks that are, can for you real. explain that reference for folks? And then I want to get back to what you're pushing for. Well, Jim Bean, he's an heirloom The Jim Bean. I think his great grandfather started that or something like that. Correct. I don't know the whole facts, but I know he's very wealthy already from that. And then obviously most of these guys, these corporate CEOs, they don't know nothing about weed, but once it comes legal, all the work that we did, you know, the advocates going to Weed Fest, Hemp Fest, Freedom Fest, Windy City uh, Weed Fest. I've been to them all, man. These guys don't have anything that they don't want. They don't care about that. They just care about the green. That's all it's about is the green. Exactly. This industry is profit centered, not patient or consumer centered. This, we didn't do this. Exactly, bro. Uh, I've Illinois. had more employees come to me and just like in tears because of the way they're treated. It's like, this is not right. This is a dispensary, man. We should all be cool. Everything should be good, but it don't work like that. It don't. Not with this company and a lot of companies. But the point is these guys need to get a fair contract. Verilife got a great contract. Did I show you that the other day? Yep. The contract they got? Okay, so yeah, you've seen the differences. These guys get fired for anything. Here it is. Can you see my screen? Oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So these guys, they work on a point. Si- there you go. There you go. There it is. These guys work on a point system now. You get thir- 12 points, then you're fired. You cannot have doctor's notes don't help. I mean, these are sick people. I'm, I've been a medical patient in Michigan, California. Come to Illinois. I lived in Illinois my whole life. I left here because it's so horrible. I went to Michigan, lived out there in Rothbury. You heard Electric Forest? Yeah. That's where I lived in that little town out there. Loved it. And the cannabis out there is more open. You're allowed to grow more plants. The patients can grow more. This state, five plants. I mean, people that are really sick should be able to grow what they need. That's what that's what I truly believe, man. I've been doing this for a long time. And it's just it's just gone downhill so bad. So so bad. Yeah, well said. Like like I say, like I say, this industry is patient is profit centered not patient centered and we didn't free the plant we've simply regulated and taxed it we've set up a structure to regulate and tax it so hey what 
give me a little bit more clearly what are what are some what are some of the things you're pushing for with this contract i know that maybe you're meeting with uh corporate with negotiations what is the push and pull right now they actually just met yesterday at two o'clock and they did not want to sign the contract. So right now they're trying to get a $2 raise. I believe it's two, two bucks. I believe maybe three. Um, they, the guy doesn't match anything on 401k. I was putting 15% of my checks into the 401k cause there's no pension. The insurance, eh, it's okay. Medical it's okay. But he doesn't pay his people enough. I mean, I was going home with, I'm 42 years old, bro. I been I bought my first house when I was 18. I can't even get a loan for a house, right? Well, I, I now I don't work here, but when I did, couldn't even get a loan for a house. It's like, come on, man. And I was a shift supervisor. I've been doing this, you know, I, I've weed's been my life. That's a couple of things. All right. Another thing is getting the uh, vault and the the, 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 the the deliveries. They're just constantly coming. Every day there's a new vendor coming out. And this vault is packed, bro. Like you cannot even walk inside of it. I have pictures. I got proof. I can show you everything. I don't know how to do it on the phone. I can send it to you later, but I will show you, man. I have proof. Please do. Uh, you know, you know, Stizzy, right? They're real big, Stizzy. All yeah. right. We just started getting Stizzy in Illinois. So check this out. I do the inventory, okay? So I do, I put, put all the information into the computers. I'm looking at the paperwork and this says strawberry cough. What's strawberry cough? What strain is that? I heard Indica Sativa. Okay, well, it's a Sativa. And that's supposed to bring you like the upper, a little bit of up. And it's actually for anxiety. That's what that strain's for. Very difficult to get. It is. It's a very, the right strawberry cough. Everyone's got it. But if you want the right strawberry cough, it's hard to get. Anyways, Stizzy came through. And I'm looking at the paperwork. And it tells you what it says, strain. And then it says made with. And on the paperwork, it said Afghan Kush. Afghan Kush is an Indica. They're telling people it's a sativa, a strawberry cough, and it's made with Afghan Kush. What the hell is that all about? All the strain paperwork, I, I'll tell you, I'll show you, bro. Like, yeah. I'm trying to get it I mean, out I there. believe I'm that, not... honestly, though, because there's nothing oh, really is. to protect against that. You know what I mean? Like, in the, in the liquor industry, you can't sell a bourbon or you can't sell a whiskey as a bourbon. Like, there's a, there's a certain technique in order to be legally called a bourbon. But in the cannabis uh, yeah. industry, I, I, I'm not aware of uh, of an analog. I think I could tell you how they're getting around that. Okay, so how he's getting around that is because GTI owns, they have Oglesby, Illinois, and then they got Rock uh, Rock Island, Illinois. Those are their growth facilities, okay? Now they have their growth facilities there. And really quick, have you heard that they grow outdoors there? I've heard that they no, do. No, we some... are not allowed to grow outdoors. That's another thing. Nobody ever sees these grow places. Oh, bro, I can go on forever. I'm sorry. I, <laughs> no, it's I, this okay. This really gets to me, man. It really does because this is not right. These guys grow. I am. I don't have facts, but I am pretty sure they're just growing auto flowers. They are pushing so much weed just to make the money, the tax revenue. That's all it's about. Uh, I have seen more people complain about moldy weed because there's, you know, they're just pushing it out. And another thing I heard from a delivery guy that works at these places that now they're not even curing the bud the right way. You cure bud, it should hang, you know, four, six weeks, depending on the strain and how much and humidity. They're nitrogen freezing it. Freeze it, dry it, pack it, send it away. That's where your mold's coming from. That's why people are getting mad. They're getting sent back with bad oils because they're using just fall leaves and stuff. It's 
Man, it gets deep, brother. It gets deep. I got a lot of people working on it. I got a whole file of proof that this is yeah. not right. I would love to see some of those images um, of the vault. Uh, back to some of the things that you're pushing for. You mentioned a lot of, you know, the the healthcare is not good. The wages are not good. The vault is ridiculous and almost even dangerous. Anything it's very else? Very dangerous. Um, very dangerous. I've, I've seen three employees get hit in the face and I mean, busted up, bro. And we have a little, a, a little chick here that works here. Her name's low. Uh, she's real tiny. She can't reach up high. She literally climbs, literally climbs up these uh, racks just to get stuff from the top. I will send you the pictures. Just, you know, try not to, I don't want to get, see, I am not union. I'm out here on my own. So I have no backup. I cannot be getting in trouble. You know what I mean? Yeah. We I, can, we can I'm work together to make sure that we don't uh, show any sensitive information or whatever. You know? I appreciate that. Cause yeah. I, like I said, I, I'm just out here, to, you know, cause I know what they're going through. I know what's going on and I got to help them. I got to, um, I worked here for three and a half years and I literally got one raise I started at fifteen fifty and I left at like seventeen fifty. So one raise, the guy's making billions of dollars, and then he keeps coming. I swear, it seems like every year he comes out with a new product. But I swear, if you were to take every single one of those products and take it to a lab, I actually have a private investigator working on that right now. That we'll get to that maybe later down the road. Uh, I, all those strains are the same, bro. There's no difference, just the price. That's it. That is the, the good green brand is supposed to be a social equity, you know, type thing for cheaper people. It, it, it's not, it's not, man. It's just more money for this guy to put in his pocket. And he just doesn't want to give anything to these workers that are making all the money for him. Yeah. It, it's, it's not an easy job. I mean, it's an easy job, but it's a stressful job, bro. It is stressful. Like I passed out twice here from the stress. I had to be taken home from my coworkers because I, you know, I start thinking and thinking. I'm like, what is going on here? This is not right. How does nobody see this? And yeah, yeah it, that's why I was like, I got to get out of here. It's not worth it. Now we're dying for. And then Have I helped ever... these guys get started. And I told them, I told the, uh, Basil, he's walking over here. I don't know if you can see him walking on the end. He's over there with the sign, maybe. Can you mm -hmm. see him out there? Yeah. Well, he's our, he's the union rep for our store. He kind of helps. The, he's the young guy. These guys are all young, bro. They're all like 21 to 30, you know, little young guys. So I had to kind of coach him, tell him what to do. I told him, get out there, get out there, get your voices heard. You know, you got to tell them. And all right, real quick, wrong story, real quick, short. So I put in my two weeks. Now, now I DM and Ben Culver, they hate me because I've been, I, I've been exposing them. Ben Culver uh -huh. does not like me. Uh, I put in my two weeks, all right? I, my last day was supposed to be March 28th. So my two co-workers in inventory that are also, they're two females, uh, shift supervisors, it was one of them's birthday on April 1st. And I'm like, man, I'm not going to have this girl working on her birthday. So I told them I would stay and work, okay? And I did. And then my boss, I got to get away from her. I don't want them to hear me. My uh, GM uh, I'm not going to give her her name, but later I will. Uh, she comes to me the day before I'm ready to leave. Like, I'm done with this. I'm packing and up. Really ready quick, to go you realize fight. we're on the record. You said you don't want them to hear you. They might be able to listen to this afterwards. Are you aware of that? Oh, no, I'm not worried about that at all. Oh, okay. they, I okay. tell them all day, you know, what they're doing. I Just don't, like sure. I said, I'm not union. I don't care. I got bond money, whatever. Anyways, um, the girl's birthday. Yeah. So I covered for them and, uh, my boss gives me a review on Saturday. My last day would have been Sunday, technically March 28th, but April 2nd, because I was going to stay. 
I tell her, I don't want a review. I don't even want any temptations. I'm done with this place. She begs me, please, can I give you the review? I'm like, whatever. We go in the office, perfect review down the line, $2 raise. She's like, your job's secure. You got your job. We want you to stay. We need you. And I know they do, especially now, because they're screwed. Um, and I'm thinking about it. I call my financial lady. I'm like, look, this is what my pay will be. Can I get the loan I need? She says, if you stay there for seven months, what, you're make, what you'll make after the raise, we'll be able to get your loan. I'm like, all right, I'm going to pull through. I'll keep my mouth shut, stick it through, because I need a house. I, you know, People need to live. I'm, right now I'm staying at a warehouse, my buddy's warehouse. You know, It, it, it sucks. And I, I tell her, all right, Jen, I'm going to bite. I'll stay. Well, I get a message two days later after I've already told the job that I had set up that I was going to stay here. So I lost two jobs. The DM sends her a message saying, we're going to accept Chris's resignation. We don't want him here no more. I'm like, hold up. She already told me that I'm good. I have paperwork that says I'm good. I mean, they gave me everything. I was like, what are you guys doing? The incompetence. They don't know nothing about cannabis. They don't know nothing about the business. All they know is money. That's all they push. You go into meetings every morning, everything they tell you, make sure you sign people up for uh, their point system, uh, reward programs, you know, oversell, just sell more stuff, sell, sell. That's all they want you to do. Sell, sell, sell. They get bonuses. These guys don't get bonuses. It's like, what, what, what's going on here, man? What is going on? It's insane. It is. It is, it is, it is. just profit-driven greed. Um, so what else, what else are, you know, are you guys pushing for like paid time off? Uh, yes, they, uh, they have, um, on the contract, let me go over here, grab it on the con. Oh, wait, you just put a post up there. Uh, they, uh, they're going to do, uh, they cannot fire without cause because they were doing that. If the boss didn't like somebody, they would make something up. You're out of here. And uh -huh. like I said, the doctor's no thing. That was another thing. A lot of people are sick. We have cancer patients here that work here. A lot of, there's a few elder people that work here and when they're sick, they're sick. But it, it doesn't matter if they get points, two, three points. And once you get 12, you're gone. That's how they get the revolving door. They don't got to keep people and they can keep the labor low. They keep rehiring. They, you know, like I said, I started here in the beginning. There's only four of us left. And now, now three, I, I couldn't do it. So I tend to, I tend to always strive for perfection. So don't allow me to make perfection the enemy of progress but i wanted to ask you have you heard about other locations that have unionized and oh, yeah frankly well, i've heard well frankly i've heard though just to jump to the point um that you know i've heard some people say that they would prefer a cannabis union itself and maybe that folks like teamsters and ufcw um maybe aren't the best unions or haven't been the best unions. Have you heard anything about that? What are your thoughts on that? All I know about the unions is in Nevada, we have a rise out there, GTI, and they are unionized and they have an awesome contract. So what are they teamsters or do you know? Yes, they're, they're teamsters 777. That's all cannabis. That's what we are. Well, I am not, but these guys are, if I would have stuck it out, but I wasn't going to, they, they, I couldn't do it no more. Um, yeah, they're, they, Verilife, they have an awesome contract. You've seen that in their paperwork and that's all they want. That's all they want. You know, this is a plant that's been here for 3000 years and these guys are growing it, selling it like it's a, a 
I don't know, milk and cookies. Like, you know, like they're putting a lot of work into it. You and I both know that a cannabis plant is just a plant. You put a light on it. You know, it's, I've been growing since I was 17 years old, man. I, I'm a grower. That's what I, I do. And that's why I tried to come back here to do. It costs $30,000 just to have a permit. And that's a non-refundable. Right. They can say no and keep your 30 grand. Right. I don't have money like that to throw away if I know I'm not going to get it. It's to pull up the political guys, the rich billionaires. Those are the guys that are getting. And yeah, okay, they're making jobs, but they're they're they're, they're not making enough employees. jobs though. They're not making yeah, enough they're jobs. They're abusing their employees. If you it, look around, even in this Joliet area, there's only two dispensaries, and both of them are GTI. Right. Rice has eleven, I believe, dispensaries in Illinois. I mean, it's just gotten out of control. But if you compare like the the number of cannabis jobs that are in Michigan, like you mentioned, or Oklahoma oh, yeah. to the number of jobs in Illinois, we are not doing a good job at creating no. new jobs. Yeah, I, like yeah, I've been there. I was lived in Michigan. I had like you can go down the street and uh, well, when they first started, dispensaries weren't legal. They were more like caregivers in Michigan. You're allowed five patients, 12 plants. So people that had their five patients, they would open up a little shop, you know? It wasn't legal, but they let it slide. But now they got rules and laws, but they're not as strict as Romeoville. Everyone, or Romeoville, Illinois, everybody I know, a lot of these guys, they still all go to Michigan just to get their flower. So Because it's just not worth it here. The quality is crap. Yeah, I'm crap. smoking on Michigan flower right now. You said you smoked a joint. You said it was horrible. I remember watching. I was like, yeah, yeah man, that's how all the butt is. Out. It's garbage. It is garbage. Mm -hmm. But I'm like you say, I'm smoking on Michigan cannabis right now. It is the way to go. Um, I'm just curious. What do you get the sense uh, is the ask from GTAI or, or sorry, GTI? Are they just nope, you're not going to unionize or are they like, OK, but we want uh this? Uh, right now, I can tell you what we're doing. We're, we're putting a dent in them. 95% of his workforce is out right now at this location. This is just a rec uh, recreational location only. Uh, for the past two days, they've had all corporate people right here, and it has been running like shit. They've had over 13 discrepancies every morning. Like, And that's, that means where something's missing and that shouldn't be. Something got sold that shouldn't have. Something got scanned. And, and see, they don't know what they're doing. They're all about numbers. You know, they, they don't see how hard it is. And I'm glad they got in here yesterday in the last few days. Now they understand. But I honestly... I think Culver is going to push it as far as he can until he doesn't, until he's really feels the pain. But when you're dealing with someone that's got so much money, I really don't think he cares. Honestly, I know we don't care, but I don't, you know, what's the response you've seen, you've seen from consumers. Do they just ignore you? Do some people hear you out? What's the, what's the experience been? People are listening. They, they are listening. Yeah, the other day, like I said, they had a union phone call on, uh, you know, I'll walk over here because Basil was on the phone call, and he'll tell you everything. Hold on one second, brother. Basil, sure. come here, brother. I'm on podcast. Explain to this guy. All right, this is Basil. This is Cole. Give him some background on my question. Hey, nice to meet you. Hey, how's it going? Hey. I was just trying to get a feel for uh, the sentiment, not only from GTI, but from consumers. What's the experience been like? Have people, are, you know, are consumers stopping and listening to you? And is GTI, are they being receptive to the talks? 
Yeah, so um, we've had a lot of traction with customers, um, especially regulars coming in um, that weren't really aware of the situation at first. Um, we've had a lot of misunderstandings. People think that we're out here like protesting against against cannabis. Um, so we've had to do a lot of clarifying, um, but we've had a super simple breakdown between um, our store and the Verilife store in Romeoville that just got their contract ratified. And uh, the difference is kind of night and day between uh, what the employees get um, uh, for their work. And uh, once the customers kind of see that, um, a lot of them have ended up turning around and, and taking their business over there or elsewhere, um, which is awesome. In terms of GTI, they've been, for the most part, radio silent. Um, as far as we know, um, we're just waiting on them to uh, offer to come back to the table. Um, otherwise, the goal is to hold out um, as long as possible. Um, and at the moment, it certainly seems like on their busier days, they are definitely getting um, a little uh, in over their heads. Um, which is super disappointing for the people that are left having to work in there. Um, cause you know, they're obviously not really receiving much compensation for having to do triple the amount of work. Um, so, but otherwise in terms of, um, uh, customer reception, it's been a good 75% positive, 25%, not sure what's going on. And then once we clarify, usually they're, they're pretty much all on board. Um, yeah. cause you know, they, they've otherwise received pretty much stellar service, um, here from the staff. Um, with the exception of potentially product issues, but you know, that, that will be far and wide regardless of where you shop. So, <laughs> right. That's just an Illinois problem. Not really a bud tender yeah. caused issue. Yeah, yeah. Um, exactly. Gotcha. Well, well, thank you for, uh, giving us an idea of, of where we're standing. So yeah, we displayed the fact sheet between the comparison between rise and Verilife. So are you basically pushing for exactly kind of what Verilife yeah. has? Yeah, yeah, just about. Because um, we a lot of stuff. This is the crazy thing. A lot of stuff was already included um, with what we had. The Verilife was already asking for. So we are actually only asking for a little bit more than what we already have. Um, whereas Verilife was able to get a massive improvement on what they were already getting. Um, whereas at this point, we're just asking for a little bit of a, a tweaking here on on the wage and the insurance and everything um, and retirement benefits. Um, and then that's really it. Super bare bones at this point. Um, cause we made it to the very end of negotiations and then kind of got stonewalled for a good, like three or four months. So yeah, that's allow me to left. show my ignorance really quick. So feel free no, to yeah, laugh absolutely. at me. Um, no, a- the employees that are striking, are they getting paid mm-hmm. right now? No. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, the teamsters do have a strike fund. So, um, everybody who's out here basically signs up, um, for the hours that they're out here and, uh, we'll basically get a weekly check. Um, sure. that's going to. Yeah, as long as they're uh, still employed with the company, they will be receiving um, a weekly check based on the, the hours that they've uh, that they work that they've basically been out here on the line. And can they be fired for striking? No, so uh, striking is pretty much a completely federally protected act. Um, especially in Illinois, we actually have super strong um, like strike and labor organization laws. Um, so everybody here, even people that have still worked, but if they wanted to walk out, if it ever became too much, um, they are totally protected. Um, this is like a full-scale walkout strike. So, um, you know, based on unfair labor practices, anybody can walk out at any time um, and then either receive pay for the union um, or, you know, be immediately brought back to work once we go back to negotiations. Yeah. And just a quick recap for folks that are listening. Chris, I think, mentioned it earlier, but this started on 419 at 420, correct? And everybody just yep. walked out? Yep, Absolutely. Very interesting. Do you have, were you there? Do you have any idea of like what the response was? Was like management like, whoa, this is happening or did they know it was happening or? 
Yes. So they they did have a bit of a thing. So the union put out a, a presser, um, like a little press release on um, the day, like the night before. So they had some idea of what was going on. Um, but again, they were they were about as prepared as they could be. Um, I do know there was a bit of a of a of a hiccup for for a minute there. Um, but they they you know they brought in people from from corporate. They brought in people from the offices, um, all to come to man registers and everything. So um, you know you it know- was it was all hands on deck there. Do you have any idea how that works? Do they have like people from corporate that are just temporarily badged for locations in case this comes up or like? Yeah. So this is our thing that we, we don't really know about in terms of badging and uh, having all the requirements to be in store and handle product. Like in the back, I'm not sure. Um, I'm sure they would, they're more than likely covered um, by some stretch. I'm sure they wouldn't have done that without having that knowledge ahead of time. Um but yeah, uh, as, as far as I know, it's pretty much it's mostly being manned by uh, by corporate and management right now. Um, and then, yeah, the day of um, was kind of hectic. I think there was a good like 10 or so people that wound up walking out off the floor. And that was from um, two of our other locations as well. They also had pretty massive showings the day of where it was potentially like 90, 95 percent of the of the on the floor workforce just kind of walked out. So. Yeah. Well, uh, one last quick question for you right now, just again, to recap, uh, sounds like we're looking for like, you know, matched retirement contributions, guaranteed annual wage increases, you know, a little bit of, uh, maybe like an escalated, uh, disciplinary process so that managers can't just fire you on a whim. Um, Mm -hmm. what else am I not covering? Uh, paid time off. Maybe that's something I didn't. Yeah. Honestly, the, the paid time off was already something that, um, that, that we were receiving, but um, it, it's there's there's issues about how like PTO is used and everything that we want to clear up. So having that basically more available and less um, needing to be like deeply scheduled ahead of time um, is another thing. Um, otherwise, um, yeah, that you pretty much hit the nail on the head. That that's that's most of what we're looking for. Um, trying to think of. Uh, what else? But no, that was it. Again, um, very bare bones in terms of what we got stuck on uh, in negotiations. Gotcha. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for giving the recap. I guess my last, uh, I know I said that was my last question, but um, did he mention uh, Chris mentioned, so are there some employees that have chosen not to strike that are continuing to work or? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, our, our final strike vote um, was pretty overwhelming in terms of being pro strike. Um, but we have had a couple due to um, life circumstances and stuff that have chosen to uh, continue working. Um, and as far as I know, there's no true penalty. Once we get what we're asking for on the contract, they'll be included in that as part of the union. Um, it's more so, uh, you know, everyone's out here in solidarity doing what they can when they can, um, which is we're all super thankful for. Um, but, you know, we, we do like to be understanding and we do get that people have, uh, you know, personal issues and everything that um, might take front and center. But for the most part, we've had a, a very good showing of people uh, sticking out here with us. Cool. Now, I think this will be my last question, and you'll like this one. How can people that are listening right now help to support the cause? Yeah, so the the number one would either be um, just showing up and giving support, whether it's honks or stopping by for information. Um, otherwise, shopping elsewhere, that's the, that's the biggest thing. Our, our number one option is to make them feel this because we like to think that we are sort of the lifeblood and we keep the business running and we keep the customers happy 
Um, so the goal would be to have as few customers as possible and have them be elsewhere until we're back uh, in the store working, able to provide excellent service for everybody. Yeah. And if I could add, would it perhaps be effective? You mentioned earlier that most people that go enjoy the staff and have a good time. Would it perhaps be effective for those folks to communicate that with the company and say, Hey, I really enjoy the staff and I think you should do whatever you can to make them happy type of thing. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. Um, Google reviews are great. Um, our company bases a lot of stuff off their Google reviews. So if we were to potentially have low to mid range Google reviews based on, um, treatment of employees or people giving stories of excellent um, experiences they've had here in the store. Um, I think would do a lot to, to kind of bolster our cause and make them realize that, you know, we are kind of an integral part of their entire system. Um, you know, and the customers do notice having us not there. I'm sure. I'm sure. Well, um, thank you so much for joining. Um, do you have any last thoughts you wanted to share before I let you guys go? Um, no, I think we pretty much covered it all. Uh, I'm, I'm happy we were able to, uh, give us a bit of a platform. We've been out here for uh, a few days now and, uh, it's, we've been keeping strong and all the support has been awesome. Um, there's been lots of online support, um, on Reddit and, uh, in other places, uh, articles online and everything. So, uh, it's really awesome. Outlets been here. Yeah. But yeah, oh, yeah, it's, it's been great. So yeah, I think that's about it. Dave, do you have anything else to add? No, what, yeah. uh, anything else you need from me, Cole? Nope. Not that I can think of. Thank you for joining me, Chris. And what was the other that's fellow's so name that just joined us? This is Basil. Yeah. Brandon Basil. Yes. Nice to meet you both. Uh, thank yep. you so much Great for your time. Can. Any last thoughts, Chris? Man, just do what you guys can, please, because this is not right. This has turned into a Walgreens. It is. We can't let this happen. They don't deserve this. We we have been working on this forever. Most of us who have been in this uh, in this industry, well, X industry just started. You know, this is not right, man. This is just not right. How much money they're making and don't want to give any up. They can't, they can't do this to people. People have families. People got to live. You know, the, the economy sucks. Everything's so expensive right now. And this guy's the only one making billions. And he don't want to give anything up. That's, that's my biggest issue is these corporations that know nothing about cannabis run into this, into this industry just for the money. And they don't take care of the employees making the money for them. That, that's, that's my biggest issue, bro. Yep. And I just want to say for the record that Ben Kovler and and many of the other uh, CEOs for the big cannabis companies based in Illinois have said that they enjoy Illinois because it's a limited license state that allows yes. them to sell products at a higher rate. It yes. allows yep. them to profit. They call it a regulatory moat, folks. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, um, let me open. Ben said it on TV. Why won't he? He's yeah. what Why won't you go to Oregon, California? Oh, because there's no money out there. I can't. I can't monopolize the market out there. Pretty much, you know. Yep. And just finally, you are staying out of some states, uh, including Colorado and Oregon. Oregon, of course, we've heard about plunging prices locally. That might be a temporary thing. But why would you be staying out of Colorado, for example? Simple case, supply demand. We believe in limited supply markets as a way to enter. In Colorado, the restriction on license is not very low. It's not very high. So there's less of a barrier to entry. As students of Warren Buffett, we believe in a moat around the business. And so limited license markets are attractive investment opportunities. That's interesting. And we've heard Oregon, they gave out hundreds of licenses as well. Ben, fascinating stuff. Thanks for joining us.
they're, they're admitting that they uh, can't face the competition. So anyways, um, thank you so much uh, for joining me. And um, I wish you both the best of luck. I wish you all the best of luck. Thank so. you, brother. Man. You need any information, you got my number, man. I'm always here, whatever I can help you with. And I'll send you those photos too, all right? Cool. Sounds good. All right, cool. Thank, Take you. Care. Thank you, guys. Have a good one. Yep. Bye.